7 o'clock and time for the Scots Whehe Show. That is Teenage Fan Club and Radio from 1993's album 13. And it's the perfect way not only to kick off this show, but the Scots Way Hay show for 2024. Hello and welcome to the first Scots Way Hay show proper of 2024. My name is Ali Braidwood and for the next couple of hours you'll hear the very best Scottish music. Both old but mostly brand new because that's at the very heart of the show. If you haven't heard the show before, there's also our regular features. The artist of the week is Goliath, who I'll be talking to, as well as playing the new single, Dear Scott. The featured album is Barry Can't Swim's When Will We Land, and I'll play you two tracks from it. Plus, we have book, TV, podcast, and gig recommendations for you to consider. 
but we always start the show off properly with three of the best new releases. And this week we start with the latest single from one of Scotsway's favourite bands. This is Swim School and Give Me a Reason Why. I have tried 
Well, the first of those three new releases was Swim School and Give Me a Reason Why. Edinburgh Swim School are made up of Alice Johnson on vocals and guitar, Lewis Bunting on guitar and Matt Mitchell on bass. And 2024 is shaping up to be another great year for Swim School. And then you heard Maxwell Weaver and Where You Wanna Go. Maxwell Weaver is based in Glasgow and describes himself as an old soul inspired by a blend of traditional pop from the 30s and 40s, soul crooners from the 50s and 60s and a dose of 70s funk. And when he plays live, he plays with the Fig Leaves who are a cracking band. So if you get the chance to see Maxwell Weaver and the Fig Leaves, don't miss out. And just there, you heard Water Machine and Blisters, which is taken from the double A-side single, Art Fair and Blisters, which is out now. It actually came out in December, but it's too good for me not to play it for you, and it's recent enough to count as a new release. Next, it's a cover, and it's from another of Scott Swayze's favourites. This is Sega's cover of Fleetwood Mac's Dreams. Like a 
yourself Remembering what you have And what you lost And what you have And what you lost Thunder only happens when it's raining Players only And that was Sega and the cover of Fleetwood Mac's Dreams. And Sega is going to be supporting Catherine Joseph and Loman Campbell at Celtic Connections this year. They're going to be at the Drygate Brewery in Glasgow on the 25th of January. And I'll talk more about Celtic Connections later in the show and also next week as well. But that promises to be a great night. Now it's time for our book recommendation for this week. And it's the latest novel from Helen Fitzgerald. It's called Halfway House. Here's a bit more about what's going on from the back of the book. They're the housemates from hell. When her disastrous Australian love affair ends, Lou O'Dowd heads to Edinburgh for a fresh start, moving in with her cousin and preparing for the only job she can find, working at a halfway house for very high-risk offenders. Two killers, a celebrity paedophile and a paranoid coke dealer, all out on parole and all sharing their outwardly elegant Edinburgh townhouse with rookie night worker Lou. And instead of finding some meaning and purpose to her life, she finds herself trapped in a terrifying game of cat and mouse where she stands to lose everything, including her life. Slick, darkly funny and nerve-janglingly tense, Halfway House is both a breathtaking thriller and an unapologetic reminder never to corner a desperate woman. And I've written a review of Halfway House in the latest Snack magazine, which you can find. It's out and about now, and here's just a little bit from it. Few writers have the ability to offer up thrills and highly suspicious spills with the apparent relish Helen Fitzgerald does her pitch-black humour often pushing at the boundaries of readers' notions as to what is acceptable to laugh at and about, all the time knowing you will. Resistance is futile. 
In her latest novel, Halfway House, the hapless Lua Dowd is looking for purpose and decides to flee her home in Melbourne to escape a bad relationship and start a new life. She gets a job as a night porter in a semi-secure halfway house in Edinburgh, which is home to a drugs dealer neck high in debt, an ageing celebrity paedophile who regularly fakes suicide attempts, a serial sex offender whose combative wife thinks him innocent, or at least pretests she does, an online killer who preys on the weak and desperate using chat rooms found on the dark web, and the charming Tim who may or may not have committed parasite, but who is definitely gripped by an all-consuming gambling addiction. Lou falls hard for the latter, continuing a pattern of relationships with spectacularly inappropriate men. Add to that a boss who is against her from the start and the promise of a new life soon unravels. As lines are crossed and crossed again and promises are made and broken, it's not so much a moral maze Lou has to navigate, rather a labyrinth of lies. If you've read Helen Fitzgerald before, then you'll be aware of what you're letting yourself in for. If not, Halfway House is a perfect introduction. Strap yourself in, you're in for one hell of a ride. And that's just part of my review of Helen Fitzgerald's Halfway House, which is out in the latest Snack magazine. And Halfway House is out this month, published by Arenda Books. And that is my book recommendation for this week. We'll turn to the new music now, and this is Kinboat and Low Sun Smasher. Trying not to 
biography.
I really like that. That is Midnight Alleys and it's you, exclamation mark. And if you enjoyed that, you should check out the 2022 album Are You Nobody 2 from Dundee's Midnight Alleys. It's well worth checking out. And before that, you heard Kinboat and Low Sun Smasher. And Kinboat is the alias of electronic pop producer Matt Gibb. And that is released as all of his work is with Lost Map Records. Now it's time for Ali's Comfort Break, that time in every show where we play you a track longer than those usually played on the radio, although this week it's not overly long. This is the full 6 minutes and 11 seconds of Scorpion by The Jig Show.
and that was The Jigsaw and Scorpion. And that was the first of four singles from The Jigsaw last year. And that featured on Scott Swahey's Best Music of 2023 podcast. It was one of Fiona Liddell's picks. And you can still hear that by subscribing to the Scott Swahey podcast. If you go to scottswahey.com, you'll find all the details. And that was Ali's Comfort Break for this week. Next up is a track which came out in mid-December. But in case you missed it, this is B. Asha and Gitika.
excellent sound they make that is girls speak french and winona and girls speak french were playing king tuts on friday night they're a band to get very excited by really looking forward to hearing more from them this year and before that it was b asha and gitika with an album also called gitika on the way and when it comes out i will play you more from it that's for sure now it's time for our TV recommendation for this week. And it's called Loch Ness. They created a monster. It's a fascinating uh, documentary. It's about time as much as place. Here's a little bit from iPlayer to tell you more about what's going on. The unbelievable story behind the Loch Ness monster and how the search for it has attracted people from across the world for decades. From Japan, the US and across the world, people were drawn to a remote cold lake in the highlands of Scotland. World War II veterans getting the boys together for one last adventure. Mad scientists and hippies all competed in a search for what they passionately believed would be the natural history discovery of the century, capturing evidence of the Loch Ness Monster. 
Rumours and sightings of a dinosaur-like creature had persisted at Loch Ness for decades, and the 1970s was the peak decade of monster hunting. No qualifications were required to join the hunt, just a sense of wonder. Anyone could roll up at the banks of Loch Ness, take out their camera and declare they were joining the hunt for Nessie. There was a well-organised official hunt, the Loch Ness Investigation Bureau, fantastic name, which placed vans and cameras around the loch and watched it non-stop, but they came up with very little evidence. There was the International Loch Ness Monster Search Party, led by Japanese pop promoter Yoshio Kuo, who declared that he wanted to capture Nessie and take her round the world in a kind of King Kong-esque venture. And then there were men such as Frank Serrell, a Cockney ex-soldier who lived by the loch and who captured some astonishing photographs of the creature in big, big inverted commas. Monster egos, fakes and frustrations, rivalries and ridicule all meant that Loch Ness quickly became home to a very different type of beast. As picture after picture were exposed as fakes, the scene at Loch Ness became fraught. Lone wolf Frank Serrell, in particular, became angry and dangerous. In the early 80s, Frank was accused of throwing a petrol bomb at another group of Loch Ness researchers which ignited on the shore. Then, without warning, Frank Serrell disappeared. His caravan was pushed into the loch and there were rumours that he had been killed. And if that doesn't whet your appetite, I don't know what will. We talk about this film on the Best Films of 2023 podcast, which again is available over at scottswahey.com. But it's a brilliant capture, as I say, of time as much as plays. Some great footage from the 70s in particular of the characters that were surrounding this myth of Nessie, this desperation to try and prove. And people really wanted it to be true. Perhaps they still want it to be true. You had David Attenborough on Parkinson putting forward the possibility, the great possibility, that this was a reality, that there was something in the depths of Loch Ness. It's called Loch Ness, they created a monster. It's on iPlayer at the moment, and it will be for some time, so do catch up with it soon. It's a really great documentary. And that is our TV recommendation for this week. You're listening to the Scots Hay Show on Cam Glen Radio and my name is Ali Braidwood. And next, it's the first track from our featured album for this week, which is Barry Can't Swim's When Will We Land? And from it, this is Always Get Through To You.
Separation 3 plus 1500. Uh, Roger, that separation should be 3 plus 1503. Meyer in reading up. velocity falling off now. Immediately after shutdown, we're showing 34,000 feet per second. And now, at the altitude uh, building, 512 nautical miles. And that was Barry Can't Swim and Always Get Through to You, taken from our featured album for this week, which is Barry Can't Swim's When Will We Land, and I'll play another track from it later on in the show. Next is the latest single from Huntley's Michael Forsyth. This is Whispers in the Wind.
and that was Michael Forsyth and Whispers in the Wind. And if you enjoyed that, check out Michael's album, also called Michael Forsyth, which came out last year. Now it's time for our Artist of the Week, and it is Goliath, who I'll be talking to in a moment after you've heard the new single. This is Dear Scott. <laughs>
And you've just heard Dear Scott by Goliath, and I'm delighted to be joined by Goliath now. Hello, how you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. So tell us about Dear Scott, because it feels like a really personal song. It is. It, it's a very personal song to me. Um, the song, of course, is written about the great and late Scott Hutchinson of Frightened Rabbit. It's it's not just a tribute to him, though. It's also kind of a, not, I wouldn't say a warning, but just a message to those people that you often feel you don't contact enough, that you know are struggling. The the, the outro is is basically one big reminder that, you know, no matter what, there are always people that want to reach out to you, even if times are bleak. Yeah, I, 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 and in terms of, so it's more than just the music. It's more than just the music and the lyrics of Scott that inspired this. It's it's a it's a wider thing that you're addressing. Yeah, it's 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 the lyric and works of uh, Scott Hutchinson that inspired it, but it's also my personal experiences and my personal experiences with friends and their their issues with mental health as well. I thought it was a very powerful song. I have to say, Jack. I think uh, uh, for that reason, you know, when I first listened to it, I thought, yeah, this is going to be a tribute to Scott Hutchinson, which it definitely is. But I, it was it, quite striking that you know there was more there as well. It's it's a message I've been kind of wanting to include in one of my songs for a long time, and I figured this was a good place to to place it. Yeah. So what is it about Scott's music and, and Frightened Rabbit's music that really, you know, meant so much to you? Um, I would have to say a lot of it is his lyrics. He's yeah. very he's, he's very poetic, but he's very raw as well. I mean, he's got a stunning voice, and but once again, his voice is very raw, and it's filled with emotion when he sings. It's it's very uh, it's very enrapturing. It's just it's something you can't really look away from when you see him perform. I think that's right. You know, there was a lot of bands that came out roughly in in the two thousands. A lot of Scottish bands who, in terms of sound, were kind of similar. But the thing that for me took Frightened Rabbit to another level was Scott Hutchison's lyrics, and as you say, very poetic lyrics, and um, and uh, you know they could be read as poetry almost. Yeah, uh, things in particular is a song that is that almost certainly I imagine started out as as poetry. Uh, was it? I didn't need these things. I didn't need them all. Uh, just talking about the idea of packing up a life and turning it into like all of the, I don't know, breaking it down into its smallest parts. That that all of these boxes filled with stuff that you won't need, kind of don't show that he's even existed at all. It's 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 a beautiful song, but it, once again, it is very morbid. Yeah, but they're a band. That, I mean, I I they they formed when I was in my mid thirties. And immediately, you know, went, wow, this is something very special. But I can imagine discovering them in my formative music years, like I did for me for with the Smiths, where mm. it would be a game changer and change your life. No, definitely. I've taken a lot of inspiration from them uh, as of late in the last couple of years. It's, I think it's it's pushed my songwriting in a, in a good direction, taking a bit more inspiration from the Scottish artists that have come before me because... I'll be honest, I don't take too much inspiration from too many Scottish artists. There's not too many that uh, inspire me too much, but Frightened Rabbit are a huge inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. And um, in terms of inspirations, what, who else is, you know, are you in, who else inspires your music and songwriting? Um, one of the big inspirations for me, Grizzly Bear, the particular 
particular methods in which they do backing vocals has always been something I've really been interested in. And, I, you know, I've kind of built my songs in similar ways with big, you know, huge backing vocals uh, backing up the, the verses and the choruses. Uh, and, and Dear Scott as well, actually, the, the ending is absolutely filled with these huge reverb vocals. And what strikes me about your, your music, a couple of things. So I've kind of first heard your stuff maybe two years ago, would that be right, 2021, that you started kind of releasing things? So 2021, I think, is when I started getting a bit of traction. I've been releasing music for about four years now, um, but my first couple of songs, you know, were just the first bits of piece uh, I'd ever written and recorded, so they're not great, but I'm very happy with where my music is now. So yeah, 2021 is when I started getting traction. And you've been quite prolific. There's a lot, you know, you've you've put out quite a lot in those two years compared to what else. But the other thing that strikes me is the production right from the beginning, as you say, there was a kind of big, not necessarily a big production in that you throw the kitchen sink at it, but just a very considered way that they're going to sound. You clearly knew how you wanted these songs to sound. Yeah, there, there was a lot of thought put into the, into the production. I'll admit, obviously... Because I am the one recording, mixing, producing, and mastering all, all that, it's not perfect uh, because I'm, I've only been doing it for four odd years. But I'm definitely very happy with the progress I've made because if I, I listen to my first track I ever released, it it's it's rough, it's really reverby and a bit awful. But uh, if I listen to something like Mary's song, for example, I'm very happy with the kind of slightly poppy finish it has. Yeah, it is poppy, but, uh, um, and, and that's the other thing. You kind of cross genres in a way. There's some kind of indie stuff, but then there's more electronic things. And it made me think, you think these days musicians like yourself, they're less worried about belonging to a genre or style. It's more like, well, this is just what I fancy doing now. Because I think in the past there was a almost this desire to define yourself as, well, I'm a punk band. I'm a dance band or whatever it might be. It seems that that's maybe broken down now. Yeah, um, I think I think you're probably right in that. Um, no, I I definitely just work on whatever genre interests me at the time. So, and because I've got quite a wide kind of musical genre uh, list that I, I draw upon, uh, that that can be anything from like R and B to even a bit of screamo. It, just whatever is interesting at the time. So is it kind of what you're listening to at the time feeds into maybe what you're going to make next? Yeah, uh, I've been listening to a lot of. Uh, do you know the, the band Modern Baseball? No, I don't know. Uh, so they're um, they're a Midwest emo band, and the kind of it, almost like America's version of Frightened Rabbit. And that you know the, these two bands are very kind of raw and lyric based. Um, and I, I'm working on a track like that, but I don't know how long that'll be until it's out. I don't want to put any date on that. It's, sure. called, An it's called Anvil, though. And uh, so how did you come to start making music, and when did you start making music? Um, That's a hard one, actually. Um, so technically, I started making music somewhere around fourth year in high school. Um, I've always sung. I've always been a singer. That's always been something that I enjoyed. I only started playing guitar four years ago, so that's right. something I picked up recently because I never got into guitars, child. But uh, it, I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there for writing parts. Um, 
technically though the first song I ever wrote was something I did when I was like five because there's a video of me singing a terrible little song um no it's it's been something I've been doing for quite a long time now I think but so when did you start I mean you know if you were you know doing music at, at school when did you decide decide to become Goliath in that sense and think right this is my identity <laughs> this is my musical kind of face Right, okay. So I did start off with a different name, as I'm sure you're aware, uh, which is Ketamine Backwards, which is something that I came up with on the spot, really, to be honest. Which is um, why some of your social media is that uh, is wrong, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how to change it. So we're just we're just we're just rocking with it now. Um I went with Goliath actually because I wanted a simpler name. I wanted something that's e- it's easier to roll off the tongue, and I wanted something that was kind of I don't know. It just sounded big, and well, Goliath is, is, a, is an adjective for big, so that's that works with me. Absolutely is, and uh, it's great because it could be anything. If you say, "Well, here's Goliath," you know, it could be a a, a twelve piece metal band, or it could be your set. You know, it covers a whole load of things. Um, but in terms of the, the, the of making the music, so you do it all yourself, don't you? And pretty much is right yeah. from getting you know, you do absolutely everything. I've had um Lee Beloved, the bass line in that was written by someone else, and the guitar line in it was written by someone else because there was a period where I was experimenting trying with the band, but other than that song, it's all me. And when you play live, is it just you? No. Live it is, it is with a, a band. So I've got a band that I play with. It's um, a friend from high school uh, is my drummer. And I've got a bassist that I've recently recruited from, um, do you know Raspberry Jam? Nope. Okay, so good. Raspberry Jam's a, like a jam night that happens every week in Glasgow on Mondays. And okay. uh, I recruited a bassist from there. He's a lovely guy. He's called Sean. And I've got a kind of... Kind of uh, I, temporary guitarist i'm looking for a more a more long-term guitarist but right now a friend of mine is covering for me and whereabouts is raspberry jam if people wanted to check that out where's that held raspberry jam is held in block every monday but it's 11 so it's quite a late it's quite a late oh i have heard of this night yes that's right i know there's a late night on a a monday anyway you like you like alice v don't you yes alice v performs there very regularly okay excellent With, with like a good jazz band yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Oh, nice one. That's one to check out. 11 o'clock on a Monday. It's a, it's a school night, but I'm sure uh, uh, it, it's well worth it. I Well, I only work weekends, so it works for me. <laughs> and uh, aside, you know, you, you, you've mentioned, we mentioned Fighting Rabbit right at the beginning. Are there other Scottish bands that, uh, that are around just now, kind of contemporaries of yours that you really enjoy? I would say Brown Bear's a good one. I've been listening to his stuff recently, and yeah. I've been enjoying it. Um, let me think. There's there's a lot of music I've been listening to recently, but not a lot of it's been Scottish, because I've been going back to some older records. Um, so give us some of those, then. What have you been listening to recently? Recently, let's see. Oh, actually, before I, I, before I reference any new, no, older artists, I, I'd like to mention, uh, have you heard of Murian Brandley? No, Bradley. Bradley. Bradley, yeah. Yeah. Because she recently played on Jules uh, and she's a 16-year-old and she sounds sensational. She does, she just plays acoustic and vocals and she does it all in one take. 
no comping at all because she wants to emulate kind of old old recordings. And I just I just wanted to point out sounds stunning. So if you if you want to listen to someone playing an acoustic guitar and sing with a gorgeous full set of voice and good picking, go listen. And she was on Jules Holland recently. Yeah, and that, yeah. I think that's catapulted her a wee bit because she only had about a ten thousand monthly listeners, and I think her yeah forty thousand though, which is good. Um, Jockstrap are a reasonably local band that I've been enjoying. Do you, do you like Jockstrap? I know the name. I haven't heard a lot of their stuff. I think Jockstrap are, are one of those bands that I, I enjoy, and that they don't tie themselves down to a genre even further than than that than I do. They they do stuff that's like kind of acoustic, folky stuff, and then right afterwards they release a track that's um like hyper pop, which is totally yeah. in the other end of that spectrum. Uh, and I really enjoy the creativity that comes with the freedom that they obviously they obviously make sure they have. I think that's definitely a thing. I, I don't know entirely the reasons for it. I think it's a really healthy thing, but I think people, you know, they might have, they might originally be considered jazz musicians, but they're quite willing to move into hip hop or dance or all these things. And I think that's right across the board. Um, the influences. I think people have always listened to different things, but now musicians themselves are, are thinking, oh, I find quite fancy doing a bit of that today. And I think particularly when it's folk like yourself who do it all, then there's no reason not to do that if you fancy doing something. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. If, if there's a genre I want to try, I'll try it. And if I do something good, I'll probably release it. <laughs> that's that's kind of my, my technique. Just um, listen to stuff like Lewis Cole, listen to stuff by... Uh, Modern Baseball, Suffian Stevens, Aphex Twin, all of that. Try bits from all of those artists and see what lands. Fantastic. And you mentioned uh, that you, you're, you're working on a track, but you're not going to put a date on it, which is absolutely fine. But do you have plans for the new year, for 2024, in terms of maybe not just releases, but to, you know, live or anything like that? So my aim this year will be to get five five gigs going if I can. That's, that's kind of my New Year's resolution. Right. So... We're gonna get rehearsed and we're gonna we're gonna see if we can get that down. Another thing is um I've applied for next the next gen music fund, uh, and I'm trying to you know get that so that I can get uh funding to do an EP with artwork from uh Brian McHenry, if you've seen his work. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'd really like to do that. I, I think that would be really lovely. Getting a, a CD released, I think a hundred CDs printed w- with his artwork on them. Um, that'd be really nice. Yeah, excellent. I've, and I've used fantastic. his work is fantastic. I've used Fran Healy as my referee as well, so hopefully that goes well because oh, he's willing to do it. Nice one. And uh, am I right in thinking you studied songwriting? Have you done course? Have you a musicians course? I'm st- I'm not in a I'm not in a, a songwriting course. I'm in a music tech course. Right. So we like there have been parts where we've written music, but we've not given any gu- been given any guidance into anything other than how to like manage the synths or the reverbs of the synths and stuff. It's a very kind of technical based course. But it, it's it's a good thing to have done, I guess. Yeah, I'm 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 still in the course. I'm in the second term or third year. So next year I'll get the full degree. This year I'll get the half degree. Yeah, it seems to me increasingly, again, education seems to be not important, but um, for a lot of people, they find 
sometimes just making connections with other people, uh, you know, at these places, which is, is, is good in itself. And in terms of um, a live, is this headline gigs that you're looking to do or is this support or does it not matter? Just depends. So I don't really mind if it's a headline or support, just, just what I play. I'd like to get the music out there now because there's so much music written. I could I could probably play like six different sets that vary between because I think I've got about twenty four tracks now. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of music. You, how do you approach it? How do you approach releasing music? You know, you just decide when the time is right, when you think the song's ready. Is there a, a plan? I mean, how do you uh, how do you approach that side of things? Because it has changed a lot. You know, it used to be well, I'll put together songs for an EP or an album and then I'll release it and then I'll do something with that and move on to the next one. But it seems to have changed quite a bit. So um, I'll admit I'm actually quite bad in this respect. Um, when it comes to social media and advertising, it's something that I struggle with. It's not some, It's definitely not my strong suit because as much as I might put up a front, I am a reasonably nervous person that, you know, that's something I deal with as an artist, I guess. Uh, but... Um, when it comes to making and releasing the music, it's basically just I'll kind of come up with an idea. I'll usually leave it to simmer for a month or two, and I'll come back to it. And if I, I like it when it's you know when it's yeah. kind of fresh ears, then I'll I'll work on it and I'll finish it. And then the mass like recording mix mastering that all takes about a month or two usually, but it's been a bit longer recently because of work and the university. Yeah, sure. Well, Jack, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. I really do appreciate it. I've been, I've, I've enjoyed being on. It's been lovely talking to you. And uh, this is Goliath and Mary's song.
that was Goliath and Mary's song and thanks again to Goliath for taking the time to talk to me. This is the Scotsway Hay Show with me Ali Braidwood and next is a new single from Fifi Dini. This is Nobody Knows. Like the 
and that was Fifi Denny and Nobody Knows Fifi Denny based in Edinburgh, although originally from the Scottish Highlands with Madagascan roots. And Fifi Denny says about their music, it's a reflection of the human spirit, exploring themes of love, resilience and self-discovery. Her unique blend of electro, pop and Afrobeat alternative influences creates a signature sound that is both enchanting and relatable and I think all of that is in that track there. It's absolutely fantastic. And I hope to play you even more in the coming weeks. Now it's time for our podcast recommendation for this week. And it is Heather Sutty's The Book Alchemist podcast. And I'll have to admit a bit of self-promotion because I'm a guest on the latest one, which I really, really enjoyed. But Heather's also had guests such as Alice Hines, Graham Armstrong, Sheila Greer, James Taylor, Gillian Sheriffs, Lazara Canton and Callum McSorley, with many more still to come. Here's a bit more about it. Life is too short for bad books, I'll put it that way. The book Alchemist celebrates the magic of reading and the joy of great storytelling. Our guests are from all walks of life and each one shares the books which have shaped their lives or the ones which they have penned. Some are authors and well-known names, some are people who love reading. They all have a story or two to share about the books they love and why. And it's a great podcast and I'm not just saying that because I'm on it. In it, Heather is really celebrating the magic of books. She's a great host as well, really puts her guests at ease. And if you like your books, and I'm hoping you do, I'm sure you do, then this really is a must listen. It's called The Book Alchemist. It's hosted by Heather Sutty and it's available wherever you get your podcasts from. Just search for The Book Alchemist. And that is our podcast recommendation for this week. Another recent release next. This is Georgia Hall and Now or Never. You played with my heart, we took it too far. Left me now, I don't know what to do. In town with my friends, won't see him again. Waiting for the love that just ain't you. If we just keep dancing, then the night goes on forever. We don't have to stop. No, things can get much better. Raise our hands in the air. We're partying together. If we're gonna make a move, better make it now or never. Make it now or never. Better make it now or never. Friends left in the bar. Don't you think it's all? So 
that again that was Gurry Worry and Sunshine which is taken from the album Not As Bad As It Sounds which was one of my favourite records from last year and before that you heard Georgia Hall and Now or Never and if you enjoyed that you should also check out the EP the brilliantly named EP Daisy Chains and Growing Pains which Georgia released last year as well at least I think it was last year now we return to our featured album for this week, which is Barry Can't Swim's When Will We Land, and this is one of the best tracks on it. This is Sonder.
And that was Barry Can't Swim and Sonder, which is taken from our featured album for this week, Barry Can't Swim's When Will We Land. We've played loads from Barry Can't Swim over the months, and I hope it's persuaded you to check out the album, which is just fantastic. It kind of moves from house to jazz, from ambience to Afrobeat. It's all very much Barry Can't Swim at the centre of it. It's just a great album and I cannot recommend it enough to you. And Barry Can't Swim is going to be on a tour of America in February and then a tour of the UK in March, including the Queen Margaret Union at Glasgow Uni on March the 16th. So get your tickets for that. They're sure to sell out. And talking of gigs, it's now time for our pick of the gigs for the week ahead. And the first one I want to mention is Sean R. McLaughlin and the Wind Up Crows, who are going to be at So Far Sounds in Glasgow on Wednesday the 17th. On the same night through in Edinburgh, Mike McKenzie is headlining at Dragonfly, supported by Molly Smith and Shears. Celtic Connection starts on the 18th of January and runs through to the 4th of February. There's a preview of this year's festival over at scotswahey.com, but the first recommendation I'm going to give to you is Ravlo at the Hug and Pint on Friday the 19th. On Saturday the 20th, Arabstrap are going to be playing PJ Malloy's in Dunfermline. What a great night that promises to be. And another Celtic Connections gig is next Sunday afternoon. That's the 21st and that sees Alice Allen at Glasgow Royal Concert Hall as part of the new Voices strand of Celtic Connections and that promises to be a very special event. And that's our gig recommendations for the week ahead. Now let's try and fit in a couple more before we have to say cheerio. Starting with Midi Paul featuring Sally Jaquette and this is Love You.
The first of those two new releases was Midi Paul with Sally Jackie. And Midi Paul is the alter ego of Edinburgh bassist and producer Phil McBride. And Sally Jackie is a fantastic singer and songwriter in her own right. And just there, he held Siobhan Wilson and Josie Duncan. And Blue is Two 
Apologies for my Gaelic pronunciation, but it's taken from a short film which is on BBC Alaba at the moment. Here's a bit more about that. Chloe yearns for family unity, but life's challenges threaten to separate everyone. Her world turns upside down when she discovers her missing grandmother in a hidden workshop filled with sewing machines and fabrics. I haven't watched the full film, I'm looking forward to doing so, but that track there, it's taken from the soundtrack and it's absolutely gorgeous. And that's all for the first Scots Wahey show of 2024 and I'm glad you could join us. I've been Ali Braidwood and if you missed any of the show or would like to listen again, head over to camglenradio.org forward slash listen again or go to scotswahey.com where all the old shows, all of last year's shows are waiting for you and there are podcast reviews and all sorts of other things. And I hope you've enjoyed yourself. If you have, let's catch up next Sunday at 7 o'clock and do it all over again. I'm going to leave you with a track from the recent Furrow Collective album, We Know By The Moon. From it, this is The Moon Shines Bright. Take care, have a great week, and I'll see you soon. Shall eat 
your flesh, my dear, and your bones shall mold away. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Cam Glen Radio. Community announcements. University Hospital Wishaw is recruiting for the Edinburgh and Lothian's Viral Intervention Study in kids to see if salt water nose drops can help children with colds get better faster and be less likely to pass on the virus to others. If you have a child under 7 years of age, you may be able to help join the fight. To find out more, visit elviskids.co.uk or contact the Lanarkshire Elvis Kids Study on 07976 320284. If you're struggling to clear debt on your energy bills, you can apply for a grant from British Gas Energy Trust. Before applying, you should seek some financial advice. Money Matters in the local area can help. You can call them on 0300 029 041. Find out more about the grants by visiting britishgasenergytrust.org.uk And finally, Urban Roots are looking for volunteers to support growing spaces in the south side of Glasgow, including Malls Mire. If you have an interest in community gardens, you can contact them on 0141 613 2766 or email emma at urbanroots.org.uk. I'm David Cuthbertson and that's your community announcements on Cam Glen Radio. If you have an event or activity happening in Rutherglen or Campus Lang, let us know. Email whatson at camglenradio.org or for more events in your community, visit camglenradio.org slash local.